Ms. Brenda is coming forward, I still extend that same challenge to the grown-ups. It is an exercise in compassion. Put yourselves in someone else's shoes or lack of shoes. And if you write them down, I'll read them. Or have you read them? Hi, Nora. Uh, I'm going to ask you, are you ever afraid? Do you ever worry? Are you ever discouraged? What are some things that discourage you? Can you think of one or two things that might discourage you? Maybe something that wouldn't want, would make you feel like you didn't want to give your all, you feel discouraged, you feel down. when I lose a point and I get like really tired and like I kind of want to give up but I keep going and stuff like that. That fits right in with today's lesson. Um, here's some things that might cause worry, fear, or discouragement. Loneliness, feeling neglected, feeling that you don't have any friends, failure in school or other activities, illness or injury might be that even criticism from others. Today I want to tell you the story about a woman named Sevilla Martin who wrote a, story, a song about overcoming fear, worry, and discouragement. Ms. Martin and her husband were visiting a couple named Mr. and Mrs. Doolittle. They lived in Elmira, New York. Mr. Doolittle was crippled and had to get around in a wheelchair and Ms. Mrs. Doolittle had been confined to her bed for over 20 years. Despite the problems they faced in life, they always seemed to have a cheerful outlook on life. Mr. Martin asked Mrs. Doolittle, how do you manage to remain so joyful when you face so many problems? And her answer, very simple. If God has his eye on the sparrow, then I know he is watching over me. Mrs. Martin was so touched by Mrs. Doolittle's reply that she wrote a poem that was to become the basis for a song that has brought peace and comfort to people for over a hundred years. Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart feel lonely and long for heaven and home? When Jesus is my portion, a constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches over me. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches over me. And you're probably familiar with the chorus. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. So she wrote it one night, and then the, the very next day she mailed the poem to Charles Gabriel, a gospel songwriter, who wrote a tune for it. And the rest, as they say, is history. The truth of the message of the song, His Eyes on the Sparrow, is found in our Bible lesson for today, Matthew chapter 10. Jesus was teaching his disciples that even though they were going to be facing some difficult times as his followers, they should not be afraid. He said to them, two sparrows are sold for one copper coin, but not one single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father knowing it. 
So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a flock of a whole flock of sparrows. Isn't that amazing? God knows everything that we go through. Nothing that happens to us uh, is something that he doesn't know about. When we feel lonely and totally abandoned, when it seems that our prayers are unanswered, when everything seems hopeless, God knows and cares. Um, and I happen to notice that she lived from 1866 to 1948. And one of those years, she and her husband, Mr. Martin, moved to a place in North Carolina called Wilson, North Carolina, which happens to be someone's hometown. Do you know whose hometown that is? Not mine, but Miss Franz. <laughs> That's her hometown. They lived in Wilson. Um, so let's uh, bow our heads and say a prayer. Father, we know that your eye is on the sparrow, and we know that you are watching over us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.